Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. Sarah is out today, but we'll catch up with her at the National Youth Gathering later this week. Uh, we're continuing our series, looking at uh, some new selections from Concordia Publishing House. Joining me today, the Reverend John Pless. He's Assistant Professor of Pastoral Ministry and Missions at Concordia Theological Seminary in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and author of a new book called Luther's Small Catechism, A Manual for Discipleship. Professor Pless, thank you so much for joining me on the Coffee Hour. Really glad to be with you, Andy. So, a, a a manual for discipleship. What is discipleship? You hear this word uh, when we when we uh, you know talk in different um, circles, in different traditions or confessions, Christian denominations. We hear this word disciple and discipleship. What is discipleship? Uh, basically, according to the New Testament, a disciple is a follower of Jesus. To be a disciple is to be uh, taught by the Lord Jesus. Uh, to be claimed by him, and uh, to let his words have their way with us. Now, in a lot of traditions, uh, disciple disciple is used in a much more narrow sense. For example, in um, in some circles within American Christianity, particularly American evangelicalism, uh, discipleship is seen as kind of a perfected form of a Christian. They are, you know, they are uh, kind of garden variety, regular old nominal Christians. Um, who are uh, trusting in Jesus for salvation, but their lives have not been touched or changed. And then there are uh, kind of super-Christians, disciples, who, uh, it is said, not only know Jesus as their Savior, but have made him the Lord of their life, and endeavor in all of their activities then uh, to uh, uh, to put into practice uh, what Jesus teaches us uh, in the Gospels. In uh, a lot of mainline American churches, disciples are seen as those who are uh, out to kind of change the world uh, by adopting a, you know, a position, for example, on peace or justice or uh, ecological, uh, ecological uh, health. And, um, and discipleship is seen as a, a kind of a, a way of, of social justice. I uh, allude to those two different approaches to discipleship in my book, and um, and I was indebted really for to that uh, insight uh, from a colleague, uh, Dr. Mark Mattis at Grandview University in uh, Des Moines, Iowa, who did a wonderful article on discipleship in Lutheran uh, perspective, and um, it was really my conversations with Dr. Mattis that served as kind of an impulse for. Uh, thinking about uh, discipleship through Lutheran lenses. And um, for uh, the Lutheran Christian, uh, a disciple is one who uh, is baptized, has been uh, taught the words of the Lord. Uh, think of Matthew 28, where Jesus says to the apostles, uh, as they are going, they are to make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to observe everything that I have uh, commanded. And, and so uh, the disciple is the one who is baptized, uh, taught, and continues uh, to live in the words of the Lord uh, by uh, repentance and faith. Uh, one of the uh, 
the um, reviews from uh, Professor Kolb here at Concordia Seminary in St. Louis says, Bless draws on his own experience living out and living out of Luther's small catechism. So let's talk about your your experience of living out. Share with us a story that led up to this book, uh, Luther's Small Catechism, A Manual for Discipleship, that helped you as you were writing this manual. I think, uh, I think there were probably two things. Um, first of all, I grew up in a Lutheran home and um, had a very good catechism teacher in the person of my pastor. Uh, he taught the catechism, he knew the catechism, and he taught it well. And uh, his teaching of the catechism, I think, also engaged uh, my own imagination and uh, love for the catechism. And um, long after uh, catechism class was over, uh, I continued to uh, try to use catechism as a, uh, as, as a continuing book for meditation and prayer. And then uh, uh, after, um, uh, you know, after my own uh, seminary education, became obviously a pastor and um, used uh, the catechism quite heavily in my time at University Lutheran Chapel uh, in Minneapolis. In fact, uh, while I was there, I'd like to say that we really uh, are about three books, the Bible, from which our doctrine is drawn, the Catechism, which confesses uh, this biblical doctrine, and the hymnal, which expresses it. In uh, 2000, I was called uh, to teach here at Concordia Theological Seminary, and one of my teaching assignments was in the area of catechetics. So now for these last 19 years, I've been teaching uh, Luther's Catechism uh, to students here, and um, also, I teach uh, a good bit abroad. I'm a visiting professor at Lutheran Theological Seminary in Pretoria, South Africa, where just uh, three weeks from today, I will start the fifth course in a sequence of five courses on Luther's uh, catechism. And so I, I think probably more than anything else, it's my students, uh, both the students I had as a campus pastor and the students I have in class here, and also the students who have been in my uh, courses overseas, particularly in South Africa, uh, that led me to think through a lot of the material uh, that I've included in this uh, new book. So what does the catechism have to do with discipleship? You know, I think a lot of times we kind of have the impression that uh, the catechism is more or less a textbook. And you use the catechism in that way in confirmation instruction. And then after confirmation, you're out of the class and you do what you do with textbooks. You shelve it or maybe you even uh, you know, give it away or, or, or resell it or, or something like that. But they're really intended, uh, the catechism, to be an incridium. That is a little in hand, a book that would accompany the Christian uh, not only through a period of catechetical instruction or confirmation class, uh, but but throughout his whole life, and so I've tried to kind of capture on or uh, capture Luther's image of catechism as in Christian or handbook, and think about the catechism not only as a handbook in Christian doctrine, which it is, but also a handbook in the life of prayer and a handbook in our vocation our callings in the world, uh, because that's really where discipleship is located. Uh, Jesus says, disciples know him, and 
continue in his word. He says, if, uh, if you continue in my word, you will truly be my disciple. And the catechism helps us uh, to continue in God's word. Early Lutherans referred to the catechism as the Bible of the laity. By that, they did not mean that the catechism would become the replacement for the Holy Scriptures, but rather that the catechism summarized everything that the Bible teaches, and that the catechism then is a kind of guide or map or compass that orients us in the Scripture. Paint a picture for us with a story of how the catechism has been, the small catechism has been a manual for discipleship for you or for where you've seen that be a manual for discipleship for others? Well, I I don't know if I have any, you know, really kind of gripping stories, except (laughs) to say that in, uh, you know, daily Christian life and the ups and downs of my life in Christ, uh, the catechism has been a constant. You know, I think about uh, even, you know, Luther's morning and evening prayer how it frames the day with beginning in the Lord's name, commending ourselves and all things into his keeping and praying for his His guidance and his um, guardianship of whether we are awake or asleep. And uh, to me, the catechism represents that kind of, um, that kind of approach to the Christian faith. It's, um, it's nothing uh, flashy. It's nothing that is extraordinary in that sense, uh, but it just is good, basic, core uh, Christian faith uh, put into practice. And so, um, and so, I think uh, the story would simply be that uh, the Catechism really does define the Christian life for me, and in my teaching, especially, especially in Africa, where. Our students don't have access to a lot of books. Uh, it is, I think, important that they know the catechism and know it well. And I've really appreciated the way students have uh, gravitated toward the teaching of the catechism and um, and have uh, used it and are using it as masters in all kinds of all kinds of places. With uh, just about a minute and a half left. Uh, who do you think would benefit most from your book, Luther's Small Catechism, Manual for Discipleship, and how can we get it? Well, you know, I teach practical theology, which I like to describe <laughs> as putting, um, uh, you know, hands and feet on our doctrine, getting it into the lives of people. And um, I wrote the catechism uh, for both pastors and laity. Uh, it's a good book, I think, for pastors to use and deepening their own understanding of the catechism and and teaching and preaching, but I especially wanted this to be a book that would be accessible to uh, lay people who have studied the catechism and uh, want to now take a ne- the next step of digging, uh, digging a bit deeper into the catechism, because, uh, you know, the catechism is something that we grow into. And I tried to open up some doors in this book uh, to help laity especially grow a bit deeper into the confession of, uh, of faith in the triune God and the life that is lived in his name uh, as it is embodied in the pages of Luther's Small Catechism. And where can we find Luther's Small Catechism Manual for Discipleship? It's available from uh, Concordia Publishing House. Uh, The good people at uh, 
Concordia have worked with me in uh, preparing this book as well as in a, a previous book called Praying Luther's Small Catechism in an effort to uh, make the catechism uh, more accessible uh, beyond confirmation class. So Concordia Publishing House would be uh, most happy to to sell any of your listeners a copy. My guest today, the Reverend John Pless, Assistant Professor of Pastoral Ministry and Missions at Concordia Theological Seminary in Fort Wayne, Indiana, author of Luther's Small Catechism, A Manual for Discipleship. Professor Pless, thank you so much for being my guest on the Coffee Hour. Really happy to do it, uh, Andrew, and uh, Lord's blessings on your day. Thank you. You too. God bless you too. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO, Christ for you, anytime, anywhere.